Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Healing Your Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher, and I'm your guide in helping you find freedom from codependency by stopping the habit of fixing yourself, start the habit of loving yourself so you can create a life you enjoy. So today we're going to talk about a simple shift we can make in how we approach relationships, how we approach ourselves so that we can have and experience more loving relationships and friendships in our lives. So I'm going to jump into that today. Before we do that, I'm going to get this shared out real quick to the community. The community is where you can find additional tools, guidance, and assistance in healing your codependency. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and on my front page at healyourcodependency.com if you're listening via podcast. So, and if you're listening via YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening via podcast, if you want to listen via podcast, I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google, all the podcasty things. So check us out there. So let me get this shared out real quick. Oh, and where are we? There we go. Okay. A lot of times, well, in codependency, relationships come from a, transactional experience we have been raised to think that we have to earn love that we have to earn approval that we have to earn affection inclusion belonging we try to earn that by pleasing the other person by being perfect by trying to demonstrate our value through the things that we achieve or by trying to be invisible not rocking the boat not trying to be too much or too little We work really hard to try to get people to choose us, to value us, to respect us, and to love us. We do this, especially the respecting and valuing us. We try to do that by, you know, putting boundaries down, by talking to them about our expectations, our desires, our needs, our wants, our feelings, in hopes that they'll reciprocate care and interest and value in those things. But a lot of times, our struggle in the relationships and friendships we build in our life happened long before we ever got into those. See, in this idea that we need to earn a relationship by being a particular way, we put ourselves into a collision course with people, places, and things that don't actually value us, but we're they value what we do. They value the transactional benefit in it, but they don't necessarily value us. And so we're always in this element of chasing, trying to earn it, trying to prove it, trying to get them to be different. And or sometimes we're just very um, shut down. We don't even pursue the relationship element anymore, the friendship ele- element in our life because of so much defeat, pain, and struggle that we experience. And this is all because of this, this paradigm, this perspective that we have to earn it. So now we've got to switch this over. And in my own life, I found this discovery was not an easy one. This wasn't something I actually really liked at first. It was something I was actually kind of, I'm not even kind of, quite strongly resistant to. Because I hadn't had a lot of experience in being loved and valued for me and i had very little experience in detecting people that demonstrated the signals that said hey i value you i care about you you matter to me i was raised in a family unit and in a culture that was very very deeply mired in transactionalism and earning 
things, especially earning love, earning respect, having your boundaries respected. <laughs> boundaries didn't even exist in these in my family or culture. In fact, if you put a boundary up, you were in trouble. You did the no-no, that kind of thing. So this shift, what is the shift? Well, we shift from trying to get people to love and value, choose us, care about and respect us, to loving, caring, and choosing ourselves, and then identifying other individuals who, through the pattern of behavior they exhibit, show us that they care about us, they value us, they love us. That's the shift. Our responsibility is only to care for ourselves and choose people that show they care for us. It is not our responsibility to get people to love us, value us, respect us, or choose us. I know that can be a little intense. I know that can like, ooh, that's a little little blunt cake there, Marshall. Yeah, yeah in a way it can be. Because now we're leaving the game of trying to control how others perceive us, control who chooses us, how they do it. And we're moving into the land of receiving what's showing up for us in our world. <coughs> and that, that's the work of intimacy, that's the work of vulnerability, that's the work of sobriety. That's really moves us out of people-pleasing. So I'm not going to please anybody so they'll like me. It's more like I'm going to learn who I am and who I want to be. I'm going to embody my own indomitable worth. I'm going to work with kindness and love towards my pain, towards my pleasure, towards my desires. I'm going to respect and value my, my boundaries. I'm going to say yes and no uh, when I know I have a yes and a no. I'm going to let the consequence happen. I'm going to make my choice. Let the consequence happen. I'm going to let the consequence teach me about this person, about this relationship, where they fit in my life. I'm going to pay attention to patterns of behavior other people are exhibiting. I am going to respect those patterns of behavior. I'm going to respect the impact that pattern has on my life. Is it adding to my well-being and happiness? Is it supporting my capacity? Is it aligned with what I want? I'm going to be honest with them and myself about what's really going on. It's all about our power in this shift. Because in the other way of trying to get people to love, value, respect, and care for us, we're attempting to use our power to get someone else to do something for us so we can have the relationship we want, feel the way we want, about ourselves or about them. So it's that chasing mentality. We're externalizing our power onto things we don't have power from, power in or power over. The shift moves that power into our hands. It's like, okay, I'm going to choose people based on how they show up. And I'm going to trust my own emotional experience, my own senses, my own awareness, the, the validity and legitimacy of my own desires, my own values and principles. And I'm going to let those guide me in who I bring into my world. So that there is an extraordinarily big change in how we orient around our power and around the, the consequence or outcome that power creates. This little shift changes your whole world. Because now it's not about, oh, do they like me? It's about, do I like them? Do they resonate with what I'm looking for? 
do I enjoy the experience I'm having with them? We are self-referencing. We are internally sensing our lived experience with these people that we encounter in our world. And then we can make uh, decisions and and judgment calls. Hey, does this fit in my world or not? Does this add to my well-being and happiness or doesn't it? This is where we start to experience power in choosing people that work for us because they're already showing up with care. They're showing up with warm regard for who we are. They don't have this ill intent like they think we're trying to do something to them. Um, They are considerate and warm towards our emotions. They respect our boundaries. Sometimes they can identify the boundary before we can. They're Consider and attentive to our capacity and to who we are. They have interest and warmth about our lived experience, about our daily life. They want to be in our presence, and we want them to be in our presence. There's a connection and a generosity and a care and a warmth and a joy that's there. Very different from the transactional experience of I've got to get them to like me. I've got to get them to do this. Or they always are just coming to me with this desire. The only time I hear from them is when they want something from me. And we feel like there's this power contest and it feels unsafe to ask for things or to say no or to say yes. Because we don't know if they're going to take away their love and affection or their attention or presence. So we're trying to, to protect against that. We move towards people who, by their nature, by their own pattern of behavior, demonstrate they care about us. Then when we want to when we want to say no, when we have a boundary, we're going to feel safer saying it. There'll still be some anxiety sometimes, but there'll be a an experience where they're like, "Hey, yeah, okay." You know, they might feel disappointed or sad about the no, but they're going to respect it and care about us anyway. They're going to cooperate we're going to cooperate with their nose. It's going to feel safe to have boundaries, to have our own space, to have our connected space together, our connection, our presence together. And these kinds of outcomes start with that shift. Shifting from the sense of responsibility, like it's my job to get people to love me, like me, value me, respect me, to it's my job to take care of and care for myself, respect myself, love myself, and choose people that demonstrate that to me. And that's the key here. That's the big work when we're looking at getting different experiences in our dating lives, our romantic relationships, in our friendships. So we can have more of what we want in our world and far less of what we've been living with. That's today's training. Thank you guys for showing up. I appreciate you. Let me know what you gained, what you discovered in today's session, today's uh, training. Let me know what was a challenge for you, what questions you have on this, and we'll talk about it more and more and more. So now as a heads up, next week, or no, not next week, the week following next week, I'm going to have a little seven-day sale so you can jump into my courses for a really affordable price. Keep an eye out for that. As well as we're coming under, we're just under like 26 days, I think, to the next workshop, the Eight Factors That Heal Codependency Permanently Workshops happening April 26th. Come join us. It's free. 
The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and if you're listening via podcast, it's on my website at healyourcodependency.com. Come get the roadmap that heals your codependency permanently so you know what you need to be focusing on and where to grow in your work. So, my friends, go gently with yourselves as you explore this concept of shifting from seeking and trying to earn relationships to choosing relationships. And let's see what you discover. See you later, guys. Bye-bye.